So welcome to the Growing Rugby League podcast. Um, yeah, showing sharing different stories of others growing rugby league, a part of Sram Rugby League recruitment and connections. Um, today, um, we have Joran Schoenmaker. Um, the <laughs> pronouncement was wrong. Uh, Joran will have to um, pronounce it better. But yeah, Shui, who's a Netherlands international, um, yeah, second rower, um, utility centre, um, who spent time in the UK. And in the Netherlands, and now growing rugby league in Australia with South Mackay Sharks. Um, how are you, mate? Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm doing good. Uh, life's not bad here, so I uh, can't complain. How are you doing? Good, good. Yeah, footy and family um, yeah, never stops, but um, yeah, made sure a bit of time this week um, to try and get a podcast in. Um, have you got much planned for today? Uh, no, nah, I just, just got this planned, and I got work at five. So, not much until then. Yep, happy days. What What are you doing for work? Uh, I work at a restaurant called Dispensary. It's a little bit more of a luxury restaurant here in Mackay. Okay. Uh, and I work as a yeah floor staff. Yep, yep. No, 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 that's good. Um, so yeah, we'll get started. So with um your 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 background and everything. So you're um you were born in Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, I was born and raised uh, in a city called Zwolle. Yeah. Um, and once I got a bit older, I started moving to different countries just to get some different experiences in. Yep, yep. And um, obviously, you know, rugby league's not um, yeah, very big. In Netherlands, what sports did you play um, growing up? Ah, so when, I, when I, my first sport was judo. Um, yep. and soccer is well, the biggest sport in the Netherlands, so my parents put me on soccer as well. Uh, and after that, I played heaps of different sports, like, but I couldn't find the sport that had the right outlet for, for the energy I had. Uh, so once I got a bit older, went to MMA, uh, and then slowly into a little bit of weightlifting. And one of my mates said, like, hey, I got this sport called rugby. Uh, how do you feel like trying that? Um, so I got into rugby union because rugby union in the Netherlands is quite big. Yeah. Um, so played rugby union and I enjoy playing rugby like, like heaps. So, uh, I wanted to play it all year round. Um, as rugby league in the Netherlands is quite small, it only is a summer competition. So there's a, back then there were only four teams, um, played, I don't know, maybe like six games. So I was like, yeah, let's give that a shot. And I really enjoyed playing rugby league. So played that, I think, for the past five years, just in summer. Yeah. And what, what, what age did you get into, you know, rugby union, then rugby league? Uh, so I think I was roughly 17. Yep. Uh, I either just turned 17 or, yeah, I think I just turned 17. So the season in the Netherlands starts in September. Yep. Uh, because we we have for us it's a winter sport. Uh, it's the same here, but then winters for us are a bit colder than here in Australia. Um, yeah. So seventeen. Yep. Yep. And you're playing against um yeah men straight from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, I was with the colds. For half a season and then straight up after asked for dispensation and went uh to the seniors yep yep um and, and you once you you know you're 17 so how, how how um 
how many years were you playing um, your league and, and union there? And did you end up at different clubs, different countries after during that time? Yeah, so I think it was 19 when I moved to Ireland. So I played a bit of union in Ireland. Yep. Because uh, I wanted to finish school, uh, but I was doing my internship in Ireland. So I wanted to combine it with rugby. Uh, yeah, then I went back to the Netherlands, uh, went up a higher level. Uh, after that, I wanted to go somewhere else, so I went to Japan for half a year and played uh, Union in Japan. Wow. Was university rugby, and after that, came home, but I really wanted to play rugby league, so then I tried England. So then I trained a couple months in England. Uh, some things happened. Then I got back, back in the Netherlands. Really disappointed. Uh, and then I wanted to try something new. So that's when I actually contacted you at that point. Yes. Uh, so that was, so I'm 23 now. So all in this past six years, moved to two countries to play rugby. Wow. Um, and now the third country is Australia. Yep, yep. Yeah, you got a, a vast background of um you know, all sports, um, and then you also you know different you know, cultures and um um yeah, countries that you've been involved with, you know, both both sports and that. So um you know, for a young for a young man at your age, um you nothing beats, you know, life experiences and you know, you you've Copped yep. a, a lot of it um, off the field, you know, moving to different countries and different cultures, and then also um, with the vast ranges of sports um, you've done as well. Yeah, I think like going to different countries gives you a lot of good life experiences, but then, like it's a bit double in my opinion because you leave a lot behind. Yeah, like uh, like I had a relationship. Relationship uh, we broke up because I was traveling too much. Um, but on the other hand, like you meet a lot of new people, you, you grow up, you mature, you, uh, well, I went for sports. So I, le- I learned a lot of, lot of things about sports. Uh, and yeah, but yeah, I, I do love it though. Like I'd love to keep this lifestyle going a little bit longer and, uh, see it, see how far I can go. Yeah. 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 Especially while, while you're young. Um, yeah, you do, um, you a lot of um, your sacrifices. Look, I've I've travelled the world with my uh, your rugby league, and yeah, I've got different ex girlfriends and different <laughs> countries. I wasn't able to get back to, and I got yeah different boxes all all over the world of all my stuff everywhere. But um, yeah, it's just you know, footy, sport, and life. You know, it doesn't last forever. So um, yeah, it's good you you're making the most of it, um, and you are getting your your name out there. Um, as well. Um, so after all that time, um, so you ended up yeah, in Australia. Can you um, yeah, give a little bit of a rundown of how that eventuated? Yeah, hello. You there? Hello? Yep. Have we, have uh, yeah. Yes. So uh, I came. I came back from England, uh, and that was in February. And I knew the season started in Australia, started in April. So 
I really had to be fast to find something new, uh, especially because France was already too late and I had to find a club that actually wanted me. So yeah. I contacted you back then to get my name out and see if any Australian clubs would be interested. Um, so that's how I got my name out. I got a few offers from a few clubs, one in Mackay, uh, but then my mate Damon, where I live with at the moment, uh, play for sales. So yeah. he said like, hey, come play for sales, see how you go. Um, you can stay at my place. Um, so then I decided to grab my things. And I think in two weeks, I was ready to go, got my visa. And yeah, I was just keen to come over. And that's basically how it went really yeah. fast. Yeah, no, you, 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 had, you had yeah a bit of interest there. Well, any players that become um, yeah, available, you know, they, they go a bit, you know, clubs out there needing players, um, but it's like in all sports, like in Australia, um, yeah, there's a lot of sports, um, you're struggling for numbers, but yeah, we had a couple of interests there, but then um, yeah, you said yeah, Damon got in touch, obviously your yeah, teammates uh, with the, the national team, and um, yeah, Damon's the next teammate um, of myself, and obviously yeah, when you move to a different country, if you've got someone that you know, and obviously that little bit of support there. And then also South Mackay Sharks, um, you know, they're an old club of mine where myself and Damon, um, you know, he was only, I think he was only 17 um, when, when we when we played together at South. And, um, yeah, there's no better um, yeah, club and area. And then, yeah, obviously having someone with that support there uh, as well. Um, yeah, so it all eventuated really quick, quickly for you. Um, how, yeah. how are you finding it? Well, how did you find the season? Is it into finals now? Did you just make the finals? Um, yeah, we, we make finals. We play Moranba on Sunday. Yep. Um, yeah, it's going to be a real tough game, but uh, we're, go we're going to find out how it goes. We're going to give it it all. And, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, like like when you move countries to play to play rugby or any other things, like it's always nice to have someone uh, that stands behind you and can can help you with things like he helped me with the job as well yeah. so like i'm really grateful of that like so yeah it's like it's been good it's been real good yeah yeah had the um the the footy or the training and then also you know the the, the australian um your day and and life you know having to work and then training and you know two or three nights um of, of footy however you find the um the culture on and off the field and then also um yeah just the whole rugby league experience oh yeah the game itself is real tough like the Mackay comp and like i used to be one of the bigger guys and be one of the stronger guys like in the in this small sport we have in the netherlands uh but no but the first time i got on the field it felt like I was running into straight walls <laughs> Like every bone hurting in my body the next day, and but um, yeah, I, I think I've adapted well. Uh, it took me a while to to get used to the level and used to the the toughness of this game in the, in Australia. Um, regarding the the trainings, like trainings are right. Like they expect people to know what they're doing. So in the beginning for me as well, that was kind of hard. But yeah, the team has really helped me to support me and like. They're real good at coaching 
where I have to go. Um, so I'm very grateful for the players around me to, yeah, to help me in that, um, in that pro process. Uh, culture off the field. Uh, so for me, I had to get to know people first before I could do anything else. So I was mainly working a lot. Yeah. And as dispensary is quite, uh, quite a known restaurant. I meet a lot of people there. Um, so basically we just, we just trained and then I had Damon, uh, always around me when after the game and stuff. So like I always had some people to have around me. So, but the cold, the full, like footy here in Australia is, is a way of life. It's like, if you play footy, everyone gets to know you and you know, everyone because you play footy. So yeah. it's quite, it's quite different back, back home. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. It's just a, it's still emerging nations. Um, yeah. Overseas. Have you still been, have you been keeping in touch? Um, Obviously, they're they'll be about to start their season. Um, was it next month? Um, are they? Um, have you had? Have they given you much um, exposure back home? Um, how you been going? Anyone been following your progress? Um, rugby league wise. So before I went, when I went to England, uh, I got in got into the newspaper. Yeah. So it's it's quite interesting, as in. Because I'm the first born and raised Dutch player that actually went abroad, um, so it was I wouldn't say it's big news because the sport's real small, but it's like in the rugby league world in the Netherlands is a quite big thing yeah. to get the Netherlands name out of there. Like, so uh, not as much, but I think it's been good for the sports development that I'm going abroad and then that we get some Dutch names out there. For, for the sport to grow in the Netherlands as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's... Um, well, just in, in my eyes, um, you know, to, to help develop the game. And, you know, there's been so many um, American athletes that have helped to Australia. And then, you know, they've gone back to America um, and, and, and they've helped, you know, grow the game over there. And, you know, hopefully there's more of you, um, of, you know, um, European-based players take that opportunity as well, um, you play overseas and then you know, head back home and you know help you know grow the grow the game because you know, nothing beats exposure as well. So the, 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 all the positive things that you're doing, um, even though rugby league's not that big, is still you know chipping away with that little bit of exposure um, you know, back home, which is all all positive and, and growing rugby league. Um, have you got any upcoming um, test matches coming up? Yeah, so the in the end of September we play Norway, and then the whole of October we play four more games. So that's five games in total. Uh, I think we play Albania, Serbia, Czech, Germany, and then Norway. Yeah, yeah, that's five games. Yep, and you're you're heading back for it. Yeah, so I'm flying back next month uh, as the footy season's almost finished here. Yep, uh, flying back next month to basically play all the international games. Uh, well, that's the idea, at least. Uh, yeah. yeah, and after that, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, <laughs> so keeping my options open. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, um, so yeah, we've we been exploring, you know, different options, you know, in in France and um, and that where um, obviously yourself having that European passport is a is a bonus, but you know, opportunities over there, you know, come and go, and then you know, the French, um, you just never know what what they're thinking at the time, so. You know, opportunity could pop up back there or, you know, back to Australia or, um, yeah, we'll just yeah, play it all by ear. Um, 
how's um, have you been able to do much traveling or just been working um, and that in Australia? Uh, yeah, I've mainly been working heaps. Like, so obviously because I live in Mackay, everything is quite far, and I mainly came here to play footy. Um, I've been to Finch Haddon. Yeah, I've been to Brisbane for a couple of days. Went to uh, Sunshine Coast. So I've I've been I've done a couple of things, but not not a lot of things. So hoping to go a bit more traveling in a couple of weeks. Uh, and with the money I've saved up here, I'm hoping to travel like through Europe a bit again, and then maybe even further, maybe to Asia or so. Not particularly Australia. I do enjoy Australia. I think yeah. Australia is beautiful, but there's nothing in particular I really want to see. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you been to Early Beach with Sundays? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been to Early Beach as well. Early yeah. is super beautiful. But it's it's really funny. Like people go there, but there's only <laughs> there's only one street. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and there's more foreigners than actual habitants there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. We we'd we'd go there on um, um, in the preseason for your bond bonding sessions, and yeah, you 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 meet everyone from all all different countries. Um, there. Have you seen any like uh, Finch? Have you seen any snakes since you've been there? No, I was like, really? I'm so keen to see any snakes. I just oh. want to see some snakes and spiders. Everyone's saying that, oh, they're so deadly, but I haven't, haven't seen one. Well, you'll, you'll, you'll end up, a um, bit of um, yeah, energy will go your way now. Like, I've been to Finch Hatton twice, <laughs> and then two times I've been there, I've, I've seen snakes, and that was the first time I've seen the snake, the first time. Um, and the next time I went up there, the, the second time I've seen a snake, so... You'll end up you'll you'll end up seeing one while you know the weather is starting to get a little bit um, warmer. Um, but yeah, it was the first time I've seen a snake up there, and yeah, that's it. You shit myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, have you have you been to High Street in Mackay? Uh, have you ran I, up? Have you ran up that yet? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. it's because you you do there uh, for you know for training. Oh, so High Street is. Um, Oh, I forget where it is. It's in towards like um, Bucasia, I think it. I think it is, but yes, yeah, literally, yes, yeah, just up uphill. So it's yes, yeah, great for training. And then when you get up there, you can pretty much see, you know, the, all of Mackay. So it's a, um, in a nice little spot. Um, yeah, right. While while you're up there, um, so you make sure get onto that. How have you been um, with the food? Um, have you got special diets, or you just eat whatever, or um, whatever Damon cooks. Well, like, yeah, when Damon's home was whatever Damon cooks I eat. Uh, <laughs> um, nah, like, I don't know. Like, I've never been used to having so much money. Yeah. It's not that, like, I'm a millionaire or something. Just, like, I've been working full-time and then yeah. playing footy as well. So I've been getting a lot of sushi, uh, grabbing lunch anywhere, you know. Like, I've been just going out for food and I'm addicted to Nutri-Grain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, I don't think we have that. No, so. no you don't. Uh. So I just, every morning, grab my bowl of Nutri-Grain and. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I had, um, so yeah, sometimes when I go to different places, I, um, I bring players with myself and I had, um, yeah, Tristan, uh, Jepoy, a Frenchman, he come to Australia with us and, 
he got addicted to to meat pies. Like Tristan is ripped. Like he's really into his weights, fitness, and that. And he dead set would eat six pies a day. Like he'd 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 go to um um Aldi and get the six packs of pies there. And yeah, that'd be his breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He was he was addicted to it because you know they didn't have you know meat pies um in in France. Oh no, Um, we don't have them in Europe too. I think. Yeah, no, maybe England. Yeah, yeah, oh, they're, 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 they're different yeah. over over there. Is there any any of the food or certain things you miss from back home? No, like Dutch food's pretty bland. Like we we don't use spices and stuff, <laughs> so I, I don't mind. Like the the country I've been to before, obviously it was England, but before that was Japan. So like I miss the Japanese food, like the fre- fresh fish. Well, yeah. here in Australia with fresh fish as well, so that's super nice. Like. Of the Asian cooking, I love so much. Uh, Nana's I'm not missing much, but I love them pies as well. Yeah. So here, we have this near the dispensary. There's uh, there's like a bakery uh, or whatever it's called, um, and they make them fresh pies with lamb meat inside, and it's so good. Like, yeah. I I love the pies so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, that's that's a good thing. Um. Yeah, with, your, with yourself traveling around, you get to experience the different um, your foods there are out there. Um, so, with yourself, you know, you're playing all, all over, um, you know, over the world with your your two different sports. And have you got any advice um, to other, you know, Netherlands players or any players based overseas um, in regards to traveling to play in Australia or anywhere else in the world? Well, I think. If you think you have the talent or um, you really want to do something, at least give it a try. Like you won't know until you actually tried it. And after that, you'll see how it goes. Like sometimes you just got to throw yourself in the deep and find out if you can swim up. So, yeah, just just do it. Like I've, I've been enjoying my traveling. Uh, I've had some da- ups and downs, but like in the end, you learn so much from it, which – you you're not learning when you just stay back home. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just uh, yeah, a quick shout out to um yeah, MSC Concrete Constructions. Um, yeah, they're one of my uh, sponsors of the podcast. who are growing rugby league. Um, so mscconcrete.com.au. It projects right across Australia, southeast Queensland, central Queensland, a strong focus to the in the Sunshine Coast region. Um, so if anyone's interested, um, you know, to, to sponsor our um, growing Rugby League po- podcast or partner, um, you head to SramRugbyLeague.com or Reboundable.com or, um, yeah, we've got a, a new website, still under construction, so all of our websites are on Spotify but also now on GrowingRugbyLeague.com. So um, you get your, your massive exposure across um, all media platforms. So any sponsors out there, don't hesitate to get in touch. But, yeah, big thank you to MSC Concrete Constructions. Um, so... Um, this weekend's the final on Sunday. Is it elimination final? Yeah, yeah. So we're fifth, and Warren Bar's fourth. Sweet. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. Good. Good. Good luck to you. Um. Yeah, Sharkies. Um, it can can get a win there. Um. So how's the standard back home in in Netherlands? Um, compared to well, not not so just say like A grade, but you know like reserve grade or um, you know, footy, footy like that. What, what's the standard like? 
Uh, it's real tough. Uh, I think there's there's a lot of players with talent we who which eventually could go up uh, a, a level higher. Um, yeah. I reckon it's just reserve grade, maybe a little bit lower than reserve grade, but then some players are good enough to play reserve grade or some even with the right coaching, maybe a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, but it's it's certainly growing and people are developing real fast. So yeah, yeah. it's it's a good future. Yep. Uh, w- w- sorry, which which club did you play for in Netherlands? Uh, in the Netherlands, the actual season I played with the Amsterdam Cobras. Yep. And after that, I moved country, so I haven't played much rugby league after besides uh, international games. Yep, yep. So, c- can you give a shout out to you know to which which clubs um, are in the the Netherlands comp at all? Uh yeah, we have Amsterdam Cobras. It's it's based in Amsterdam. Then Den Haag Knights, which obviously is based in Den Haag. Mm-hmm. Hardaway Dolphins, which is a hardworking club. Zwolle Wolves, the the new the new team to beat. Uh, even though Amsterdam Cobras won in the finals, Zwolle Wolves is is my hometown. So. And then we have Rotterdam Pitbulls, which which are holding on every year. So yeah. it's good. There's five clubs now. Hopefully, uh, we're gonna develop and get a six club the next year. So we'll find out and see. Yep, yep. So yeah, if any, any players um, yeah, do interest do have interest um, yeah, playing over overseas in Netherlands. Um, is it Matt Rigby? Was it Matt Rigby? Yeah. He, is he yeah, he's a, I think he's the competition manager and uh, team manager from the Netherlands. Yeah, he's got. Yeah. He just got appointed in a new role at Rochdale. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. As a directing manager, I think. Uh, yeah. Congratulations to Matty for that. He's working hard and he he really deserves it. Yeah. So there's been you know, I've, I've assisted um, you know a couple of players over the years. I had some you know, players based in Netherlands that contacted me to play rugby league. Um, that I forwarded them onto, onto Matt, and I even had some you know, overseas players that you know they were on holidays and just wanted to um, you know play a game or you know try and get in contact with someone. So you know, forwarded them on, onto Matt. But you know if there are any players overseas or you know want to go on a holiday and you want to um, you know do a bit of travelling in, in Europe and, and play in Netherlands, um, you don't hesitate to get in touch or. Um, yeah, I can forward you on to you know different different contacts, literally based globally. So um, it all it all helps. Um, and it all helps you know growing rugby league. Um, so w- um, what's your goals for the future and um, your plans um, at come season end? Uh yeah, that's a tough one. Like <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I'm just hoping to to keep this lifestyle going for a bit longer and try my best and see maybe if I can get. Q Cup or it really depends how I feel next year, how my body keeps keeps up and uh, France would be nice, but it's really hard to find a French club. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just just going where where I can. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah play, see how it goes. Play by ear. Um, you, you're doing well by um, you're working and um, you're saving and that because you know, for the overseas listeners, you know, like in Australia. You know our wages, um, yeah, just total opposite to you know overseas. Like they're quite average, high. Yeah, yeah. So like an average wage, you know, from comes you know between twenty five and thirty bucks an hour. 
um, you know, compared to just say like England where, you know, average of wages around seven pounds. Um, but our way of life is, you know, a, a lot more expensive, but, um, you know, just if anyone wants to experience what Joran's doing, Shui's doing, um, you don't hesitate to get in touch whether you want to you know, come play in Australia or if you're an Aussie wanted to, you know, play overseas, you get in touch. Um, is there anything um, you know, else you want to say or add? Uh, no, nah, just that I'm really grateful for Sals for having me and uh, for the Colstras having me living with their kids uh, and obviously them. Uh, yeah, I'm just really thankful for everything that's going on. And yeah, that's all. Yeah. No, well, you, you're definitely growing rugby league, and that's what the podcast is all about. Is you're sharing everyone's stories out there, and you know you're a shining light for the international game. Um, you know, jumping out of your comfort zone and, and playing over here. So, um, you're you're a legend, mate. Um, yeah, and mate. keep doing what you're doing, and hopefully, you know, we can still, you know, help, you know, help you, you know, achieve your goals um, around the world, and if not in Australia, but. Um, before we finish up, yeah, I just want to just highlight again. Um, so if anyone's not following you know, the recruitment page, um, everyone gets a bit confused with the amount of pages I've got and um, whatnot. But the main page is, you know, SRAM Rugby League Recruitment. Um, but, yes, I've got that many opportunities um, available at the moment. And, you know, I get inundated daily by everyone everywhere. But, you know, I've got, you know, NRL training trials available for, you know, top-tier um, you know, cup players or NRL fringe, but you know, you've got to be a, a certain specific position or, or player. I've got cup teams in touch, um, New South Wales Cup and Queensland Cup. I've got opportunities in France. Um, I posted up one last night for a halfback, um, it's a professional uh contract. Um, I've got other ones as well for front rowers. And uh, halfback, but you got to, you got to work. They are professional, good opportunities um, in England in Championship and um, League One, and also um, you know academy players as well for a Super League club. Um, I've got job opportunities um, yeah, for for players um, where you know that you know, actual jobs companies are in touch seeking seeking players. I've got um, you know a GPS school in Brisbane here um, that are offering, you know, rugby scholarships for, for, you know, 14, 15 year old uh, athletes. Um, I've got, you know, we're seeking sponsors for our nines team um, with our tournament um, coming up in January. Um, They've got captain coach uh, roles. I've got, you know, multiple teams, you know, right across Australia in touch. You've already started recruitment for next year. And I've got a big list of already um, our member clubs, um, but yeah, so literally anything rugby league wise, um, yeah, don't hesitate to get in touch. And if you want to listen to any other the podcast, head to growingrugbyleague.com or follow um, Growing Rugby League on Spotify to catch up on all the other um, past episodes. Um, but last little bit, yeah, I just want to yeah, say you know for everyone, I'll, I'll repeat it all the time. But um, you know. Keep positive, um, you know, always, you know, your end goal. So wherever you are at the moment in your footy, uh, no matter what age or grade, um, you know, keep positive, um, you know, a positive attitude equals a positive, a positive outcome. So you'll all get there eventually. 
Um, but yeah, keep positive. Live life like a rugby league game. Um, so if you're lazy in life, you, you're going to be lazy in the football field. So making sure you, you're working hard, um, yeah, to achieve the dream. But yeah, appreciate your time today, Shuey. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get the podcast out tonight, and um, yeah, hopefully, you know, more Netherlands players can follow in your footsteps, and then hopefully, you know, this little bit of extra exposure helps grow the game um, overseas as well, back in Netherlands. But appreciate yeah, your time, man. Legend, um, and keep growing rugby league. Cheers, man. Appreciate Cheers. it. Catch up. Bye.